0: flavored with the oil of bergamot, Earl Grey is probably one of the most iconic tea blends in the world. It is definitely my favorite blend. As a kid and in my younger teens, we weren't allowed any caffeinated drinks till a later age. But in my later teenage years, when I was able to have it, I was living in Pakistan where Earl Grey is not really that known at all. I mean, it is known, but it's not the Drink of choice, so to speak. Dood Patti is all the rage there is, which is a very milky tea. Dood meaning uh, milk in Urdu, and Patti is tea, uh, the tea leaf uh, to be precise. And plus, I never really felt much of a need to drink caffeine till I sort of started hitting my 30s. And then I remembered Captain Picard, with uh, him being my favorite. Star Trek Captain. I don't really care what you <laughs> what you think, but for me, because of my age group and when I started watching Star Trek, Captain Picard was definitely and still is my most favorite Star Trek Captain. And boy, did I get hooked onto Earl Grey. But anyway, enough about me. And in this episode, we will explore briefly about the blend itself and how it came to be. So let's get into it. So what is Earl Grey? Well, Earl Grey is a black tea scented with the oil from the rind of bergamot orange. Bergamot uh, is a citrus tree, uh, most commonly found on the coast of Italy and southern France. The rinse fragrant oil is added to black tea to give Earl Grey its signature zesty punch. Earl Grey tea falls into the category of flavoured teas. Flavoured teas include any type of tea, white, green, oolong, black, uh, that has been scented or flavoured with fruit, flowers, spices, oils and so forth. Perfumed, fragrant, scented, floral. All these words apply to Earl Grey tea, and rightly so, because aside from tea merchants, another industry uses bergamot oil, the fragrance market. The perfume houses are um, meticulous in their market research, and there are plenty of studies showing essential oils in perfumes help relaxation, ease tension, and assist in the production of hormones that release anxiety. Citrus aromas in particular are known to reduce anxiousness. Now let's look into the origins of Earl Grey. 1830 marked two significant moments in British history. It was the year that Charles Grey, the second Earl Grey, became Prime Minister. It was the year the lawnmower was invented by Englishman Edwin Budding. These two things are not really connected. However, the invention of a lawnmower is pretty clear cut, while the origin of Earl Grey as a tea blend is shrouded in legend. So who was Earl Grey? Earl Grey is actually a hereditary title of the British aristocracy. The title was created in 1806, and the second person to hold the title, Charles, 2nd Earl Grey, is the person who the tea blend is thought to be named after. The 2nd Earl Grey became Prime Minister of the UK, United Kingdom, in 1830 and oversaw the abolition of slavery across the British Empire and was author of the Great Reform Act. Which updated and modified the electoral system in the UK. Today, his name is mostly remembered for the tea blend named after him. There is still an Earl Grey pair today, Peter Grey, the 7th Earl Grey. He is the great grandson of Charles, 2nd Earl Grey. So, now we come to exploring the possible origin stories of Earl Grey tea blend. One origin story for the name tells that Charles II uh, Earl Grey travelled to China. One of the men travelling with him saved the Chinese Mandarin's son from drowning. And so Earl Grey was gifted a box of the tea blend. This is disputed as there is no evidence that Earl Grey ever went to China uh, and a more likely origin is that a British envoy to China brought the blend back to Earl Grey. Another theory is that Charles Gray and his family requested a tea uh, be made that would cover the taste of their tap water. Uh, they lived in Northumberland, uh, in England, uh, which had very hard water. Lime scale uh, minerals made the water very alkaline. Black tea and bergamot are both acidic and could improve the taste of neutralizing the water. Although we cannot say for sure whether this was true, it's a plausible story. What we do know is that Charles Grey and his wife served black tea with bergamot oil when hosting diplomatic events. It was quite popular with their guests and soon all of England wanted the tea. Whether or not it was invented to improve their water remains a mystery. Another story is of diplomacy and free trade. This theory takes a political twist. One of the policies Charles Grey changed while a prime minister directly related to tea. In 1833, he busted the East India Trading Company's monopoly on China. This opened up China for free trade with Europe, while the tree trade was booming. It also increased profits for China. Some say Earl Grey tea was a gift from a Chinese diplomat. Grateful for the policy change There is no precise record of a diplomatic gift of tea, but the impactful political move may have sparked a moment of gratitude. The only sticking point is that Bergamot was not known to have been used in China at the time. Bergamot trees grow exclusively, almost exclusively, in Calabria in southern Italy. They are a natural hybrid of sweet lime and bitter orange. The fruit is about the size of an orange but with the color of a lime. There may be a more cynical angle to the development of Earl Grey tea. As with all valuable commodities, fake and illicit tea imports were rife. Tea was so popular it was heavily taxed. Indeed it was the British tea tax in America that saw the dumping of tea leaves into Boston Harbor which led to the American Revolution barely 60 years earlier. By the early 1800s, tea was in demand, smuggling was an issue, and so was the quality of some teas. What better way to disguise your fannings, or dust, than by flavoring them with something else. However, I think the more likely scenario is that Charles Grey may have been gifted a fine black tea from China or have acquired a fine black tea from China by one of the envoys and tried adding bergamot to it himself and thus creating one of the most famous blends of tea. Now there are many variations of Earl Grey blend. So let's dive a bit into this. Jackson's of Piccadilly, a London tea house, claims to have originated Earl Grey tea for sale in the UK, having been given the recipe by Earl Grey in 1830. Now owned by Twinings, the company claimed to have never changed the recipe, which is based on black China tea. There are many variations of the traditional tea blend. One of the most well known is Lady Grey, which adds cornflowers and several oranges. For extra citrus flavor. Invented in the 1990s by Twinings, it was meant to appeal to the Nordic market. However, it wasn't long until it caught on worldwide. London Fog is a variation on Earl Grey invented in Vancouver, Canada. It is also known as an Earl Grey tea latte, as it is made with mostly hot milk. Vanilla syrup is also added. London Fog is popular across the Pacific Northwest in British Columbia and Oregon and Washington states. Then there is Staunton Earl Grey. If the East India Trade Company is to be believed, the first mention of Earl Grey tea was in 1793. Of course, it wasn't called Earl Grey back then. But the concept of scenting teas with bitter orange blossoms was first observed by Sir George Staunton in China. His superior, Sir Joseph Banks, named the blend in his honor. This tea is now known as the Staunton Earl Grey and is still available to purchase today. But here's a twist. This blend uses both neroli oil and bergamot. Similar in taste, bergamot is a subspecies of the neroli, citrus aurantium. The main difference is that neroli oil is steam distilled from the flower. This provides a sweeter floral citrus and honey scent. Bergamot is cold pressed from the fruit and has a complex mainly citrus flavor with some floral and peppery notes. Russian Earl Grey Containing Bergamot, Lemongrass and Citrus Peel It's like a zingier and stronger version of the milder Lady Grey. The type of citrus peel can vary and while orange is the main choice, some tea makers like to add lemon grapefruit and even lime peel. Occasionally, dried cornflower and calendula petals are also added to this zesty blend. Less common ingredients include clove and clover. There are far too many to go too much in detail over here. Several companies also make Earl Green and Earl White, Um, using green and white teas as a base respectively. Between World War I and World War II in the UK, Earl Grey was used as a drink mixer, usually with gin, similar in concept to the Irish coffee. The gin and Earl Grey drink was called a mostly tea service, named after the wealthy suburb of Birmingham, where J. R. R. Tolkien was born. It was very popular in the 1920s and 30s. But using Earl Grey as a base for an alcoholic drink is rarely seen today. I myself uh, tend to stick mainly to the traditional blend. I find that to be the best and most pleasing for me. But let me know, uh, if you do like uh, Earl Grey, which of the blends is your favorite blend? Anyways, those were some of the different blends of Earl Grey. And there you have it, a bit of history about the Earl Grey blend. Hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please like and share it with others. And if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Until next time, take care, be good and thank you so much for listening.